0: Hi and welcome.
1: This is another episode of I Wasn't Taught That, a show that explores experiences and life lessons that shape and empower us. Borrowing from everyday life and the people around us, we'll seek to highlight life's nuggets that we can learn from and build upon. I'm your host, Robin Kiplangat. Karibuni. Check mic, one, two, one, two. I have a glass, <laughs> I
2: have a glass, I am a whip.
3: Um, I can know of ours for for a while now. Um, we watched them getting married, they watched us getting married, we watched them get a baby, they watched that get a baby. We've literally done life and life together. And uh, so today we are here to uh, for them to share their story with us. As we get to to know what they weren't taught as well. Yeah. are going to share their journey um with us. I
4: mm-hmm. knock, you Thank you very, very much. That journey uh, is a long one. We don't have the time for it. You can feel uh, the stuff you can. <sighs> it.
1: stuff, it's
4: gorgeous. a very, it's a very, very long journey. I'm are glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Very Thank you for sharing our story. Mm-hmm.
3: Mike, and they're not just the two of them. They have their baby with them. So if you hear any cooing, that is baby
4: doing her thing. So, research. Yeah. So, probably could start us with how you met. <sighs> There's always his and her version, <laughs> but I think here yeah, we can agree that his version is the correct one. Uh, as, as she will attest. We met very many years ago. Um, we were still very young at that time. Just after high school, I believe, in Strathmore University. That is where I first laid eyes on this wonderful wife of mine. It was the year of the Lord, 2007. (laughs) And we were attempting to do the pre-university courses. At the time, I think I wanted to try my hand at accounting. And so did she at the time. And so... um, This is...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly,
1: <laughs> the <this> instructor <laughs> <laughs> takes
2: it home. <laughs> this is true. We met in Strathmore University. Yes. Yeah. So, he was the tall guy in my class. Uh, I was like, what's the deal with
4: this guy? though?
2: That's that's the story. So, so
1: Mike, what attracted you to
4: him? Well, I need some water for
1: that.
4: At the time, I think I didn't, I didn't know her. So what attracted me was just beauty, pure beauty. She was just beautiful. She sat two rows behind me, and she was always curious to see what I was jotting down in my book. And was just, you know, one of those people who you cannot ignore. And, you know, she caught my eye. But at the time, I really can't say I knew her. I wouldn't say her heart or that would be... About exaggeration, she was beautiful. She caught my eye. I loved what I saw.
3: Sounds like a stereo. I was about to say beauty, and let me go to the next next Uh, question. She said height, that's why. Don't necessarily Mike, you know, okay. This is where I dig my own. So, next question: What were your relationship statuses at the time?
2: He was taken. <laughs> I was single. That's the only version.
4: <laughs> well, she puts it, she makes it sound so bad. At the time, I was seeing someone in the same class. So <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, uh, but I could just not keep my eye off her. Um, She was always right at the corner of the eye. And when things went south with my relationship, things just started happening with her. We started talking. We were were talking in class. and It was a very strange mode of talking. I would type a text on my phone, but I wouldn't send it, and I'd pass the phone to her. She would read the text, put her response and pass the phone back to me without pressing send and would we'll do that over and over and over yeah until well,
1: <laughs> someday
4: we just we could not hold it anymore speak for yourself i could not hold i
2: could not hold it anymore yeah
3: yeah, this is just for clarification. Mo, did Mo have any part to play in your? Uh,
4: no, she did not. Engagement going No. <laughs> engagement
3: situation. Uh, well, that was actually
4: just me. I was actually just quite yeah. foolish. Looking back and thinking back, why we broke up, I dared her. I told her I could put her back in the box at will. Like if we broke up today, I could still do it, and she would still fall for me. And so she dared me. She said, "Go for it." And I was like, "Cool." And we broke up. And that was it.
2: Wow, box alone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm foolish, Quite
3: foolishness. Confidence, <laughs> foolishness of my young man, foolishness
4: of my young man.
3: Okay, so uh, now that you're married. Between now, between then, when you first met, and now, and and before you got married, how long was it? How long did you guys
4: date? We dated for, the total time frame between then and and the time Um. we got married was about 13 years. Yes. Hmm. So in those 13 years, I can't say we dated for 13 years.
1: Hmm.
4: A lot happened.
1: Okay. Could you describe what a typical
2: date would be like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then or now?
1: Then. We can, still our typical city.
2: date then. Yeah. We were young and loved and foolish and also broke. broke. So we'd, we'd meet in town and we'd go to Tuskies, a certain Tuskies that is a, I don't remember, where was that Tuskies? Beba Beba. Opposite city market. Yeah, it's still there, but till today, we'd buy soda and uh, cupcakes, and then after buying soda and cupcakes, we'd walk to Aboretum, and walk and walk. So the walk from Tuskies or to, from meeting in town to Aboretum would be catching up for how you doing, what have you been up to, blah blah blah.
4: Has your week been?
2: Yes, and then we'd get to a boretum, enjoy our cupcakes, and, and then soda. just spend time together. That was our ideal date. I really loved those dates because they had no pressure for dressing oh. up, there was no drama, it was just spending time together. One of my most memorable dates was when he brought me a, a CD, um, CD Angoma. It had a mixed, mix mixed teeth. Mix. Yes. Yeah, it has like that, we huh? all school. <laughs> <laughs> so now that Jajin used to carry a player <laughs> liquid and God, home. Like I can't wait to get home and play it. When I could choose, apparently one of the first songs was uh, Jordan Sparks No Aya. Tell me how I can breathe with No Aya. It instantly became ah. our song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so play, should we, should we <laughs> at <it>? this point <laughs> <laughs> yes, <we> should play it <laughs> and so then continue. So if you at the time that that was our typical date and it, it was really magical and wonderful. Yeah.
1: Um. Is Mike any any memorable points in terms of during <sighs> the dating?
4: The aboratum dates were really amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um because there was no escaping from it. And you know, there were no distractions. We had virtual dates when we couldn't meet. Mm. And those were really, really awesome. And I look back at those with a lot of um, nostalgia. nostalgia. That's the word. We would picture a certain setting. One of us would think, uh, for instance, a beach, a forest, you know setting and we would go on a date in that setting. We would go to the beach, we would walk on the beach, we would talk, we would talk about how she's dressed, we talk about how I am dressed, what the sky is looking like, if there is a flame, if there is you know, we talk about imaginary stuff and our minds would just run wild with a lot of passion for one another. We would it would take us hours Texting.
1: Seems like you're waiting for this corona period. <sighs> <laughs> 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 and if I was doing bachelor, you already
3: ready for it. Exactly. We had
4: done that. Amazing stuff right there.
3: So, uh, in that long story that you are talking about uh, about how long it took for you guys to get married, at what at what point did you decide to get married? And I think just before getting married, like did you guys when you were dating, did you guys live together?
4: We we have never actually lived together until we got married. That is the first time we shared common living spaces. Two thousand and eighteen. Okay, let me start at twenty seventeen. Two thousand and seventeen. Um I had just come off of a really bad relationship and things things had really gone south. This time it wasn't um confidence, it was it was worse. And and so, I was scrolling through my Facebook, just checking recent updates, and I see a post from Maureen. Uh, at the time, she was talking about some bridge in China that has a glass floor. And guys would go on that bridge and they would start crying because either they are paralyzed, they can't move. It was an interesting setup. And so, I commented on that post and said, She made a comment. Sorry, the the caption on the post was "men cry" or something like that, that effect. And so I responded by, "Which men are these that cry?" And that was a conversation starter. We started talking. Um, how have you been doing? It had been a while. It had been almost a whole year we had not spoken. Um, catching up. What has your year been up to? So I told her my entire story, and. At the time, I didn't tell her about the relationship that had gone south, but I mentioned that I was available. And <laughs> and I made the point I, I wanted to see her. Um, I asked her, oh, can I see you? Your birthday is coming up soon. You know, I'd like to buy you some cake. I think that's what I said. And we left it at that. Um, her birthday came and passed, and I did nothing. <laughs> Um about a month down the line I remembered, oh, I had promised somebody some cake. So I reached out, I'm like, do you be open? I was in the same area code as her at that time. Asked her, Would you mind to share cake? She said sure. So at this point we had been dating on and off for a while, and I was actually tired. And I In my mind, I was going to break up with her over her birthday cake. Yeah, that's really stupid now that I think of it. But that was the plan. So I didn't put any effort to it. I said I'm going to win it. I'm going to tell her it's been real, knowing you all these years, but you have got to let go of me right now so that I can move on. You have a very strong hold of me right now. So I went Went to work that day. We were meeting in the evening. We were meeting in the evening. So from work, I went to town. I arrived arrived in town. I was looking very dusty, very beat, sweaty. My shirt was, you know, a typical after work young man. You know, you're not smelling the greatest. You're not looking the greatest. I really did not put any effort. This is true. When I saw her,
1: whew,
4: yeah, yeah, we did to take a good
0: pause.
4: <laughs> Everything just, I, I forgot what I had gone there to do. I, I, I was tongue-tied, I lost words, I lost direction. I was, hi, your majesty, where are we going? What do you want me to do for you today? Yes, so we got into a conversation, and by the end of the date, I was asking her for a second date. <laughs> and mm-hmm. a bad date.
3: Wait a minute. So it happens that uh, when you had that conversation on Facebook, that you are still available, you guys at the point had were not together?
4: No, we were not yeah. together at the time.
3: And then, uh, so you're coming for her birthday to break
2: mm-hmm. eh? up?
4: Come
3: so you're coming to her birthday to tell her, let me go, because you've been at it for a long time?
4: Yes, so there's a part that, of the story that yes. we skipped, yes. um, which, which is quite lengthy, but I'll try to yes. summarize. Um, so the time we met in Strathmore, we, it was pre-college, and therefore um, I, had, I wanted to go to college. Um, the college I applied for, for very many reasons, was in a um, different town was in Kakamega, she remained in Nairobi. So distance took a toll on us. Uh, we tried keeping in touch during the first few months, but things could just not, you know, work out very well. And therefore, we moved, we drifted apart. In um, Kakamega, I found oh. someone, I think we began dating. And I think in Nairobi as well, she started dating someone else. Um after college, um I came back to Nairobi and that is where now my relationship with that person went south. As I'm going through my Facebook, I find her post and we begin talking. At the time I think we spoke about we spoke about that post. Um but then the conversation naturally would develop into other things. Mm-hmm. How have you been? What are you doing these days? Where yeah, are you? find that ah, I'm in Nairobi I'm in Nairobi, cool, can we meet? Let's go have a cup of tea. Yeah, I'll come get you birthday cake.
3: Uh so between the post and the birthday cake birthday uh, date, um you guys had gone out for coffee. No.
4: Oh.
2: Just talking
1: on
3: talking day. on Just over day. the phone. Yes. Um.
4: So over this ten ten year period, yes. um as much as I had moved on with someone else I was still anchored. Uh, the standards she had set for her were very high. And I, have, I had not found, I have not found till today, someone who has matched or beat those standards. And therefore, she had a very strong hold on me. I would try to move on, but whatever relationship I got into, I would self-sabotage because I was looking for her in someone else. Mm. That was a very unfair thing of me, but which ultimately kept us together.
3: Yeah. You didn't really didn't want to get confused. You yes. wanted.
4: To... <laughs> I wanted to remove the anchor. You are ready to remove, who remove who the won. anchor. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to remove the anchor so that I would be free to move on and some sort of closure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I asked her, she was very. Kind and said, "Sure, let's get some cake." But she had other intentions um, when she came. She was dressed to kill. She was looking younger than I had seen her the last time. She was ah, just left me speechless. I don't even remember what we ate. What was she wearing? Do you
3: remember she
4: was wearing? I remember she was wearing heels. Yeah. Ah, She's wearing a blue dress. Black. Heels in the... Black. Oh, blue, blue black. The difference, it is, was the Noob. The Noob. difference Noob. is the same. The
3: difference is the same. Give it to the man, at least he was close
2: in the
1: neighborhood. <laughs> so, no, uh, Mike mentions that he went to Katambeke. How was the experience when he left? Now post-college, post-strat, Monaco.
2: It was terrible because we were hoping to be in the same campus in KU. We weren't mm. even going to apply for KU. So when he left, I was like, eh, now what? But we talked about it. We talked about it before he left. We were like, ah, we'll do the long distance thing. We'll talk yeah. every day. Okay. We'll converse. You know, we'll we'll make it work. Ah, uh, yeah, the devil is a liar. It didn't happen but it was really bad. It was it was hard to keep conversations going every single time for, I think, the four years. Once in a while, I'd see him if he'd come for a tattoo, but it was really, really difficult. Yeah. Even today, I am not pro long-distance relationships I'm on a personal level. So even today, I keep telling him, if you get a job in SA or even here in Akuru, and we're going, we're going, we're not leaving me
1: here. In
2: the
1: During your campus days?
4: There was moments, but I would we, no. They're not that often. No. Let's no. just say they were existent.
3: Then again, it's uh, Mike in campus, not yeah. Mike now. <inaudible>
4: so yeah, like remember at that time we were very, we were living on Malibu. pocket money, yeah. and there's only so much pocket money can can do. Mm. Cannot sustain. Yeah, it cannot sustain bus oh. trips, regular bus trips mm. to Nairobi, and that would be bus plus accommodation plus food plus a gift plus a date. It would just be too expensive. In the
2: moon, Kakamega.
4: So, Similarly, you, you traveled?
2: never. Travel. I did not. <laughs> I am not uh, hiding. I did not travel. I was not even... I lived with my parents, so the prospect of traveling to Kakamega was not even existent. Like, there's no way. Because now Kakamega is not here in Nakuru. You can go and come back. If it's going, it's going. So, with I didn't go. I think the best we did is at one point we met in LD for a lunch, and then we, and then we, 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 younger, and that was it.
1: Yep. So now that you're married, um, how would you describe your, your roles within your relationship?
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. That was (laughs) a jump. (laughs) Yeah. a tough one. Um,
4: now that you're married, I think we're friends. And, and really, truly speaking, just a deep understanding for each other and consideration for each other's concerns and welfare. I think that is our primary driver. Yeah.
1: So how, did, how did you come up with this role?
4: How did you come up with the roles? Nothing is defined. No, nothing is defined. Um, in terms of the traditional roles like cooking, cleaning, whoever is there at the time does what needs to be done. At times I clean, I cook, at times she cleans, she cooks. So again, just goes back to convenience and consideration for who is there and who can do it best. Not, nothing, nothing is strictly defined. Um we take and spray. I think maybe as as a priest of the home. Um maybe that is my one role that I cannot um, delegate, delegate. It's, I have to live the prayer life of my family and that is maybe the one defined thing any other things we just go with the flow
3: so it, that would be being understanding or rather appreciating the cultural times we are in or rather the, not the cultural times the times we are in and in terms of how, um, traditionally, for I me, mean, well, the word traditionally, it was, um, the man to go and, 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 um, and hunt, hunt, and bring back the uh, bacon. Yeah. Was it bacon back then, or was it berries and, and foliage? Yeah. Um, now <laughs> that... <laughs> 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 Is it the
4: same situation? No, <laughs> is it no, same it situation is, no, it is not. It That's is true. really vastly different because she is a graduate just as well as I am. She is as much educated as I am. Um she's done I think even more courses than I have. I think post post campus she's gone back to school. She's and done she's educated
1: done,
4: yes. Mm-hmm. And therefore she can bring more to the table than limiting her to house duties and being a housewife. Mm-hmm. That I would go and um, hunt, gather, farm, whatever it is that men do, and then bring to her to take. So, no, we wouldn't want to limit her in that way. Notice, not wanting to
1: she's capable. So, um. Again, now that you're married, how do you? Are there things that you are thinking about in terms of marriage and how you're dating? How are you dating what, In terms of now that after after the distance and then coming back after seeing the the highness that you met that day, so are there things that you anticipated before you got married? That this is to you might Are there things that you anticipated about how your marriage would be and how the relationship would be? post marriage that actually came to be and things that's one and then on this other side the things that were completely you are out of scope in terms of what you imagined your relationship being before jumping the That
4: many things many things many expectations were met many expectations were not met um Maybe I'll start with the ones that were met. Um, these are not all of them by, by any chance. I think I expected a woman that would pray for me. And my wife has done that beyond what I can even say. Uh, she wakes up in the middle of the night and she prays for me. And, and that I'm good for.
0: Okay, fine. I'll fess up. All the new summer stuff I got, it's on sale at Kohl's. And the deals are so good. Like our Sonoma Goods for Life patio furniture, it was 30% off. Got 30% off backyard games, too. And even picked up grilling tools for 20% off. Best part? I saved an extra 20% and got it in an hour with free store pickup. So now we're all set for summer, and I'm pretty sure we've got a cookout planned every weekend. Select Style's 20% offer ends June 27th. Some exclusions apply. See store or for details. In the heyday game of farming, the land is fair and bright. Where the wheat grows in a minute, and you can visit day or night. Where the lobsters love to party, and the sun shines every day. On the birds and the bees and giraffes in the trees, the saunas with the pigs near the fish in the stream. Makes more sense if you give it all a chance in the heyday game of farming. Join over 17 million players and download Heyday for free on the App Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your apps.
4: Um, I think one of the ones that was not met, the one that now I think we laugh about it, is, and then we had talked about this prior to us getting married, was I expected that every day I would come home and I wouldn't have to think about what we were having for dinner or for any meals for that matter. She would plan all our meals. She would. I wouldn't mind helping in cooking but I really hated the process of meal planning. I did not enjoy it one bit. I have found myself doing it over and over and over. And it is not something that I, that is going to stop today or
1: tomorrow.
4: And so I have learned to adjust to live with both met and unmet unexpe- expectations.
1: But
2: um uh, met expectations when I was getting married.
1: A lot of my, that is mm-hmm.
2: a lot of my ideas about how to be a wife were defined by my parents. And so my dad was away a lot. And so I knew that one of the things that I am to expect is that a man is away a lot. But Mike is a very present husband and father, which is very amazing. And it it's sort of her surprise to me. I really and en- no, I really enjoy spending time with him. I wonder to myself Mother see you know.
4: What will I do without
2: him? <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Uh, in terms of expectations that's that's have been met uh, during dating and have continued to be met mike is a very kind and sweet person and that continues Mm -hmm. now then and now hopefully it does not end Uh, he continues to be kind and sweet (laughs) so yeah that 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 is for me yeah along many others of course the expectation that now you're the mother of the home so you can you need to take care of the home blah blah blah, And all those things I have done, mm. yeah, at least to mm. my best cause also mm-hmm. yeah
3: okay. so um are there what would you say would um, would be the source or rather would be the cause of your arguments what are what are your what are your arguments mostly like the major arguments that you have this is uh, making an assumption
2: that you argue. (laughs) We do argue. Sometimes silently. We argue silently. (laughs) But the major cause of our arguments, and I guess for many married people, is unmet expectations. I expect one, two, three. Uh, I do not communicate those expectations and therefore my husband has no clue where to begin. And then I get angry when he doesn't do or meet my expectations. That's that's where it all begins. So even as we're resolving if you're starting with what were you expecting? I yeah, me I didn't know. And so now learning even to communicate expectations. That's
4: that's the biggest call. What would you say is? I would say communication. Um expectations I feel like it's secondary. I think we are still learning to communicate because I think we're all evolving with beings. And as we evolve, our modes of communication change. I, I expect that my wife is changing with me. And therefore, if today I did not like orange juice, I do not expect that tomorrow I have to remind her that I like, dislike orange juice. Therefore, if she served me orange juice, then I would be angry. I would be cross and that would probably lead to an argument. Why did you serve me oranges? So it could be in the very small things, the nitty gritties of life. It could be something as major as finances. And... But I believe the bottom line is communication, at least for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Something that we are working on.
3: Yeah, but you brought up the issue about work, about finances. Um, and, and earlier on, you had mentioned that you both work, right? So, how
2: does work impact your lives? Very interesting. We got money. That's how work
4: impacts mm. our lives. <laughs> <Yeah, very laughs> we <the>
2: got money.
4: Okay. <laughs> that by no means, does she mean that we are rich over from it? We, we are grateful. You're yeah. not where you are. We're but walking. Walking. You're, <laughs>
2: not, you're not where you want to be. Exactly. Take a look at me. I'm wonder. Mm
4: exactly we are not where we were see. we are not yet there mm-hmm. uh, we are work in progress 2020 has been an interesting year so we got married mid 2019 and so for the last half of the year we were just the two of us and we got to learn how to deal with each other especially in those spaces of work and living together and just being newly married at the time we would both get home at around six, seven and then we'll take it from there. However, the last one year has been interesting for the major part. We have both worked at home and that has posed a very interesting dynamic even in our relationship. Um, now that I am always home, she is always home and there is no in between the I don't leave, I don't come back, I am always there, and now we have had to learn to change from the mentality of I will get home at six seven um to to knowing when when do we need to switch off the machines, the laptops and to switch into parent mode into husband and wife mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Especially on the aspect where you mentioned about the difference
1: of okay. coming home.
3: So, within that, coming within that, working from home, um, how was the transition?
4: It was almost instant. We made one moment, one one morning, we got an email that we are not going to work and that was it. The office was closed. Yet we still had to deliver our deliverables. Um, that instant switch almo- meant that we also needed to change our mentality as swiftly. And we adapted to that. That became our new way of life.
2: The house where we mm. had an extra bedroom. And so... Quickly when when it became apparent that we were not going to go anywhere but were still going to continue to work, we set up a workspace for each of us. And one one person in the master and the other person in the other bedroom. Because his work is very really involving a lot of calls, a lot of engagements with people. And mine is more quieter and just, this is what I expected to do, you know. So it was important to have those separate spaces. And some days we were so removed in terms of being in each person being at work that I'd only see him at lunchtime. So I'd go maybe warm some lunch and then call him and tell him lunch is ready. And then after that, we'd both disperse into our offices. And it sort of brought the semblance of you're away, but you're not away. So it was it was good. It was interesting now until um, when, when we moved to the, where we live now. And now the workspace is sort of in one area, but also we have Tendai. So really, what most of the work for me is take care of baby, ensuring that she's good, she's well.
1: Yeah.
3: And before before Tendai, we will come to Tendai, mm-hmm. before Tendai, uh, to what extent would you say your work responsibilities affected uh, the home life, especially with that transition of 2020? That,
2: that everyone was working from home. How my work responsibilities affected my home life?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, working from home for me was easier because my boss was not that, um, was not present, so to speak. So you could easily shift from work to home. So it, it didn't, I, I don't feel like it it, it it had a negative effect. I guess I I suspect it had a positive effect because now it was easier to shift I could leave work at 4 if I haven't if I finished my tasks and we'll go make dinner etc. Et so for me I find that it was it was better to work at home even now, it's still better to work at home
4: I had the opposite experience in fact mm-hmm. for me it was worse I got to find that I was working longer no. and at times we would I, um I would get on the wrong side of my wife by keeping working after 7pm. At 8pm, I'm still on phone calls and emails and meetings and she just wouldn't understand. And I did not blame her. Um, it was a new space for all of us. And really, um, before COVID, as soon as 5 hit, I would leave the office and I would Watch be home. Yeah. I would not look at my phone, I would not look at my emails, I would not. But then, now here we are, your home is your office, and your boss needs you at 7 p.m. Yeah. You technically can't say no to him, you know. At the same time, you are needed to be a husband, a father, Which and for, Husband at the time. At the time, husband. It became very strenuous, for, at least for myself, to switch between the two roles a toll on us for a minute i would say um but we learned how to get along i quickly learned how to say no to past hours meetings i learned how to switch off my phone put it on silent and anything that wouldn't be closed by normal business hours we we'll would just wait till the following day um, nothing would get broken
3: so
1: we are at a good place we are Right. Can go. Okay. So, three major points. yes, yeah, so we can put it together. So now that we're more conscious um how did you make the decision to our child?
4: This we spoke about when we were dating. Um. We had discussed about children and how many children we wanted and the future. At the time, I really wanted many children. <laughs> yeah. Young man. Oof. Okay. Take two. At the time, I really wanted many children. I think I had talked about maybe like six or seven children. Having come from a small family, I really have wanted a large family where there would be a lot of interactions between brothers sisters and you know, um having been married now, I would have a different mindset um, my my mentality has totally shifted, but it is a conversation that we had had long before we got married. We had decided we wanted to have children um biological children at that, yeah, so when we when we go married, it was just a matter of time.
1: How
2: has, um, how has the changed? Yeah. She so has turned it upside down, to be truly honest.
4: <laughs> <laughs> how, 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 what's, what's upside down for you? Um, Downside up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Three things. One, we used to do date nights every two weeks. Now, date night is a higher, you need date night baby, you know, because now you have to take care of the baby. A while ago, and uh, number two. When it was just the two of us, we could do anything, we could do anywhere, we could come back home anytime because it's we could just travel. you could travel. Because now you you're just the two of you, and you're you're making plans for. If you leave work on Friday, we can go on Saturday, come back on Sunday at 11 p.m. So we just sleep and go. You can make plans. and We used to make plans together. Now when you have Tendai, you make plans. Considering a child, considering a lot of other logistics. By the time you're in the middle of making that plan, you're like, ah, I'ma to home. <laughs> is, shall, it ne- is, it necessary? is it necessary? Must we <laughs> go? We have a month, so <laughs> we don't need to do anything. So it's just like, ah, I'ma home? That's the second one, and then the third one. Now, when it was just the two of us, and um, you know, prov- the proverbial looking into each other's eyes to go to Hapa. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the two of us. So your discussions, your love, so to speak, is for the other person. Now with Tendai, you wake up in the morning and you have to attend to a little child. Now I, even I now, have shifted from just wife to wife and mother. And that means a lot of things have shifted in my life. Which means I have to divide my attention between what my husband wants, who is more urgent, who is crying at the time, who is fasting more.
4: Just, just to be clear, the husband does not crying. And at the moment. <laughs> just, just, just to be clear.
2: Whose needs are more urgent now. But those not those uh, the new role of parent changes how you how you relate with your how I relate with my husband because also now our conversations are now. What about Tendai, by the way, Tendai, by the way, Tendai, this, Tendai, that, like that. It's it's, it's it's changed a lot. But that said, with those three things, I also believe, and I have seen it bring us closer together. Because now we have to agree about the smallest of um, decisions in terms of our marriage and Tendai. We cannot have shifting opinions about anything. Previously, like if you'd go to a restaurant... Or as a couple you good you can eat different foods and it would be okay. Now, in the house, I, I don't have time to make different foods, or I don't have time to. We, we cannot be of different minds about anything about how we parent and I about how we go about our marriage, about our devotional life, about anything. We cannot be of different foods. It has really taught us to be of one mind. And most of the time, honestly, when I don't agree, I just submit to my authority. Because I'm like, he's the head of the all, just as Christ is the head of the church. And even if I don't agree, I submit to his authority. Most of the times, actually all the times when I've submitted, I've seen God work through, work it through. And, and the reward of submitting has been really amazing. It has brought us together. It has turned our marriage upside down in a good way, some some other crazy ways. But it has, has been quite an experience. It's going to be three months in a week. We have kept a
4: little human alive after all. Yeah. <laughs> initially, initially it was a big toll on us uh, because I think immediately Tendai came into our lives, all our attention focused and shifted towards her.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And we sort of forgot about each other. Mm-hmm. Um. We recently got to that discovery that we have, sort of neglected one another and therefore now we are taking some primary and making deliberate decisions to be mindful for one another. Um, we are reviving that night. Okay. We shall announce that on YouTube. The link is on below your screen. Um, we are reviving a lot of other things that we have been doing together to just keep us in love with one another. At the end of the day, I keep reminding my wife That once Tendai and her brothers and sisters, however many we shall be blessed with, get to the age of 18, it shall just be the two of us. Mm -hmm. And we do not want to be strangers at that time. 18 years from now, I do not know what her favorite color is. And, you know, she doesn't know that I'm a real man who likes tea. That would be catastrophic. Therefore, we need to keep the fire alive even today
1: even
3: the child. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much more that you're a man that makes this catastrophic, just saying just notes. that one anyway. <laughs> uh, it is the catastrophic adjective that is that has been noted. <laughs> I'm sure Marine
1: has noted
3: that. By God's grace, it will not happen. Oh. That you will know,
2: tea will um, overflow in our household yes,
3: yes, as it is, mm, yeah. it should be. Yeah, so I think, um, before we get to the last question, because also children have to be fed and uh, gotta go to bed,
2: <laughs> and this is the food,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think something to note, Mike mentioned something interesting that uh, about YouTube. So, Mike and Mo have a YouTube page, or is it just Mo? It's just Mo. So Mo has a YouTube page, channel. Um, sorry, channel. A YouTube channel. <laughs> Mo, would you like to talk about a YouTube channel? Because <laughs> I I feel like there was there was so much when we talked about submitting, and and I'm sure there is more to it. You know, um, there, there's yeah, there, there's more to it. So if, if in in case you'd like us um, to discuss about it here as well as uh, on her YouTube channel. Please write, um, not it down, put it in the comment section, but uh, Mo, would you like to tell us about your YouTube channel and what you share there before we get to the next question?
2: Oh, my, I have a YouTube channel called This Is Life with Mo, uh, started it last year, just to be able to share some of my experiences in life, some of the things I have learned. I am a counselor and even to give people the opportunity to talk about some things that they are going through and to know that whatever it is you're going through you can overcome it and that is what my channel is about go over there and subscribe and like and share whatever video pops up to you I'd recommend one specific one that's called forgive yourself that's one of my best videos because each one of us needs to forgive themselves for whatever it is that you're holding yourself against. So Kimbia Pale subscribe Mm. okay so um what do you guys do
3: for
4: fun together? We do a lot of things for fun. Just three, things. just three. Okay. Please. The top three. One. I think we cook together. Mm. We do enjoy cooking. Um we enjoy the time we spend together in the kitchen. Um, making putting a meal together, the conversations around it are just that's cool. one that's oh, one. uh so, uh, there's mm-hmm. cooking
3: and convo- have having conversation. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Okay.
1: Oh, the one is in the darkness within confined. No, 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 no,
2: no, no. <laughs> Scratch that. I would like that to be stricken off the record.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let Let us leave that one for number five, six, seven. For number three, <laughs> let us just say we enjoy watching movie we'll
1: together. Some
4: evenings are just chilled. Um, listening to jazz. My, my wife introduced me to jazz. Um,
2: if it was not me, you'd still be listening to those shitty people of Hangla.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, Hangla like. I have <laughs> nothing against <laughs> Hangla. Hangla I good music. than <laughs> and, and rumba and, <laughs> you know, the music of, of young men. Um, <laughs> yeah, Of Lil Wayne and you Nonini know, and Juna you know, Juwakali. Four cars, four cars. She has taught me to listen to good music, to understand music and it is just not about a beat and rhythm and <sighs> she has taught me to listen to lyrics and and to create lyrics where there are none. Like in jazz there are no lyrics. So whenever anyway, you're listening, at times we end up praying, at times we end up just um putting your own words in that song and doing you. Um, <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. like you seem to have done
4: that do, done I, you. I have done it yeah, a lot of times I have done that many many times mm-hmm. yeah. we have
3: to okay. okay so we have come to the end of this episode mm-hmm. however I know in, in this conversation there are a lot of things that you have touched on that um, might require episodes of their own yeah like the long conversation about the 10 plus years uh, 13 years. Years, years, years dating period i mean um it would be nice to know like what how really it played out and i'm sure there are other people who <laughs> uh, who would want to know <laughs> and ma- so as to maneuver a similar situation but um yeah and and if you do, if there's there's something that you have pointed out and you would like to to hear more about from Mo and Mike, leave it in the comment section. Uh, Mike and Mo, uh, this is us assuming, then again, making an assumption that you are available <laughs> to come and make clarifications. Jeez. Yeah. Awesome. So with that, I will pass it over to you.
1: Yes. Um, so before we close, I'd like to ask if there's anything that you'd like to highlight, speak about, share, before we wrap up
4: for this. Um... I would say, I'll talk about the power of sharing and what you guys are doing uh, on this podcast is really, really amazing. I have found, I have come to find that a lot of life's experiences are best when they are shared. I am part of a program in our church. We call it Man Enough. Um, Google it, you'll find it. It's really awesome. In that program, men do share their stories. And the one constant thing is that men... That we have come to learn over doing the program for a couple of years is that men do not have avenues for sharing and for talking and therefore you do not end up learning from another man's mistakes you have to learn from your own mistakes which is very expensive now the the bit of sharing is what i bring to the table that i want to share my experiences my lessons um whatever I've gone through what I have learned so that if there is anyone who is going through a similar thing than myself or you know um, different context but same scenario that they would learn and either avoid the pitfalls of life or make better informed decisions so it's all about sharing and thank you for this
1: space thank you for joining us this week on I wasn't taught that podcast If you found value in this show, simply tell a friend or family about the show. That would help us reach out further. We'd love you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or really, wherever you get your podcast. Till next time, stay blessed.
0: Okay, fine, I'll fess up. All the new summer stuff I got, it's on sale at Kohl's. And the deals are so good. Like our Sonoma Goods for Life patio furniture, it was 30% off. Got 30% off backyard games, too. And even picked up grilling tools for 20% off. Best part? I saved an extra 20% and got it in an hour with free store pickups. So now we're all set for summer, and I'm pretty sure we've got a cookout planned every weekend. Select Style's 20% offer ends June 27th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.
3: You don't own me. Booking a room with two beds at a hotel isn't exactly your idea of a romantic getaway. Orbitz
0: gets it. Visit Orbitz.com slash pride to find hotels that welcome you to travel as you are. Orbitz. Travel as you are.
1: So tell-